Welcome back to Super Ghost Radio, everyone. I'm Jerry, and I'm going to be your host. And of course, as always, I'm joined by my friendos. I am always joined by, well, today I have a nice, shiny, sealed, and ultra-rare Beth. No, uh, I still don't want that. <laughs> but hello, no, anyways, it. I guess. I've, I've chosen for you to be ultra-rare, shiny, and sealed. Yeah. I... <laughs> sealed up. Definitely not Locked today. <laughs> <laughs> no, not today. No. Uh, I may have rolled out of bed into my computer for this up too late oh, reading um, manga. So, <laughs> Oh, nice. And, uh, of course, our other dear friend, Greg. Hello. Hmm. Something seems... Suspicious. What's... Can you... You have a cold? There's absolutely nothing suspicious about my voice. <laughs> there is something Insight suspicious. Insight check. <laughs> that is because Greg's not here. We've replaced him. He's gone. He's dead to us. He's out of here. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you, Greg. Uh, he won't actually, listen to it. It'll be fine. <laughs> he won't listen to this. Who are we kidding? Uh, no. You know what? Episode 20. Here we are. And we got our first guest ever. And I would like to introduce Courtney. Uh, aka spaced out blonde on twitch hello oh i'm so glad to be here and take over greg's job <laughs> happy to have yes. you i'm glad uh, we can finally outnumber I've, I've i've always been outnumbered it's time for some revenge absolutely yeah where yeah. were you when we were doing our uh, game of the year and we were giving beth a hard time <laughs> because she, our waifu pick of the uh, of the year she really wanted Graha from uh, Final Fantasy, and Greg and I were digging our heels in on some Lady D. <laughs> oh, okay. Those are both solid choices. <laughs> but I think <gasps> Beth's probably right. It's just oh, okay. he had an actual character and the story, <laughs> and I just couldn't. I couldn't. I died on that hill that day. Oh, yes. You died many times. You died, came back to life, resurrected, and died again. That was, that was good. I've I've never And I didn't even take three days so to much. do it. <laughs> no. no. But uh but yeah, so uh this is this is a little different for us. We got a we got a guest joining us. That's gonna be it's gonna be fun, interesting. But uh normally we would catch up on some some stuff, like, you know, the bullshit that's been going on in in the lovely industry of video games. But not today. We got a we got a whole new goodie bag of stuff to talk about today uh because i am the goodie bag you <laughs> you are the goodie bag uh so what have you been playing so i have been really really into valorant for about the past year um and so for like the last two three months probably almost every night i've got a group of friends that i play with uh which that's wild to me that that is probably one of my favorite games because of the fact that I actually didn't play any first person shooter before February of last year. Holy wow. shit, no way. <laughs> like I I literally we had a there was an Aim Labs tournament and I had never played Aim Labs but I really wanted to enter an esports tournament for the first time. So I picked up the game, practiced for 2 weeks, did this tournament and then I was like, "Well, I guess I should probably try like a game <laughs> that I can utilize my skills now." Um, and so I picked up Valorant because I had a couple friends that were willing to teach me it. And so like that was like a year ago. I've only been playing for a year. 
And so, I'm I'm not saying this just to be friendly, but I watched you the other night, and you don't suck. Like you're, you're <laughs> you can <laughs> you can hold your own. Like it's it's good, you know. Like it's, but I was confused the entire time. Like I had no like normally I could watch like a first person shooter or any like competitive first person thing and kind of get get a grip on what I'm watching. Not with this. I felt kind of confused about everything that was going on but it looked really fucking cool yeah it, it's i can see that if you don't know what's happening in valorant it makes absolutely no sense it is a beautiful mix-up of overwatch and csgo uh with oh. just the right amount of crazy like you don't understand what's going on from both of the games <laughs> <laughs> i've never played csgo i've watched people play and i had a couple of friends that were like pretty into it but it it was just it was too technical and too competitive for me. But I've always yeah. wanted to try Overwatch. It's one of the ones I I never did try, and I kind of like I always wanted to because it looked really cool and really fun. But I don't know. Is Valorant's not free? Is it? Uh, I think it is. It's it's from Riot. I think it's oh. free to play. Shit. Well, I mean. I'll try anything once. Maybe I'll give well, Valorant a try. <laughs> but it, it got me hooked, so that's yeah. my warning to you. Uh, from Epic's game store, it does say download um, and play for free. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. shit. Maybe I'll try that out. Yeah, I am. See, but it I mean... just gets you, though, because of the skins in the game. <laughs> Like, it's a free-to-play game, but you want to get any skin for any gun, you're looking between $20 and $50. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah. What? I guess they got to make their money yeah, somehow. I <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, like, I've got a full loadout of skins, and I would be embarrassed to say how much money that would cost. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. But um, it's, it's a lot more than what they would have charged if it was just a flat rate for a game. Yeah. So, true. the other night when I was watching, um, like, were you just playing like a regular death match? Like, is is that how it is? Is it like kind of like, because it seemed like you guys were like charging shit up or like protecting something? I I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> there there are a few different modes in Valorant. So there is like the standard one where it's it's a site control essentially. Okay. So one team is attacking, one team is defending, and so defending side gets about 15 20 seconds at the beginning of the round to buy their loadout and set up on the sites or wherever they deem best and then the attacking side gets to take control of one of the two sites they have a bomb that they have to plant oh and then uh if they can get it planted the defending side then has to um defuse the bomb within 45 seconds or it goes off and that is the win for the attackers but if the bomb gets defused or if all of the attackers die that is a win for the defenders okay and then it just flips halfway it's not too bad it's pretty pretty standard fair for that kind of you know game mode but so you said it's kind of like overwatch like is there like different yeah. like like i noticed like most times when I see people playing this, they, they have like a character that they select. So I, I is there like classes kind of thing? So yeah, so there are four different there are four different groups of characters in the game. 
Uh, so there are 18 characters, I believe, total. And then you have Sentinels, which are kind of like good at defending. You have Controllers, who have really good sight control. You have Initiators, which typically will give you information on a site before you enter it. And then you have a Duelist, and they're kind of both like an attack and defense specialist. Okay. And I typically play Sentinels, uh, but there are definitely groups that you have like you have to have a duelist on every team or else you just kind of get screwed Hmm. because they're like the dps essentially i do like a dps like that's probably what i would mat those max deets gotta get those deets (laughs) yeah Yeah, when you've got 18 characters for oh sorry you can go ahead um so is this like the first first person shooter not not like competitive but just like in general that you've gotten into yeah it was it was the first one that i had tried after that tournament i mean i i guess that's kind of a lie when i was younger i played through these solo campaigns for a a lot of the call of duty series oh yeah so i had played that but i hadn't played any like online multiplayer shooters before valorant right yeah, and man. I did get the chance to try a few when we were, um, when I was starting out. So I did that tournament. I started Valorant. I tried Overwatch. I tried Apex. I tried CS:GO. Uh, the one that really stuck with me though was Valorant because I got to build a very fast community out of it, and nice. was able to consistently find a group that I could play with. That's good. Yeah, I mean that that makes a big deal too. Like. Uh, the three of us are really into Final Fantasy fourteen online and um, kind of having a group of friends that, cause, I mean, you could join like FCs and stuff in that. So you, you can always kind of depend on your FC, like your, your kind of club that you're part of to do like raids and shit like that. But it is kind of nice to have like some other like friends that'll jump on like, like a voice chat on discord and stuff. Yeah, I think starting out, playing. it's it really made the difference. Yeah, big time. Because like, man, there was a there was a pretty big learn. That's why like <laughs> I'm I'm still like maybe I will try Valorant because nothing really scares me anymore when it comes to like learning curves. Mm-hmm. Because we like I mean we dove headfirst into Final Fantasy fourteen online, and that was a pretty massive learn. Yeah. Plus, I, I think- neither neither myself or Beth have ever played an MMO. Yeah, Greg was kind of there as like our um, kind of like teacher essentially for the first little bit until we kind of got our MMO legs essentially. <laughs> um, but it having jumping in and like having almost like an instant community definitely is appealing for getting you hooked into something, I think, for sure. Yeah. And having like a good like. Mm-hmm. So what's the community like in Valorant? Is it like pretty decent? Honestly, I am really, really lucky, I think, when it comes to the Valorant community that I have been uh, a part of, because of the fact that like there are a lot of clips that you can find online of men being really awful to women gamers. Oh, really? And I mean, I'm not the kind that wouldn't use voice chat just because I'm going to be uncomfortable with the things that people might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but pretty much all of my friends that I have for Valorant now, I met through Valorant. 
we'd just be using voice chat, we'd strike up a conversation, we'd have a good game, and they'd add me, and we'd get them into my Discord, and we'd hang out. And the fact that I have friends like across Canada and across the United States that I'm able to see and hang out with and play with uh, for the last year has been insane to me. Yeah, I know. And I, I don't know if that's just because of like the pandemic, but the same same with with us. Like <clears throat> we like I've known Greg since I was like seven years old or something. Beth, I met in like 2016, but we kind of just out of nowhere last year kind of went we should play some games together and then we just like started hanging out together like on discord and and then after we started playing final fantasy like we made a lot of friends in like the united states and like even like overseas and stuff like it's really cool how people really started to kind of like come together online and like hang out even more (laughs) because they couldn't in person (laughs) well not that you couldn't but it was strongly it was strongly advised <laughs> not to. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's pretty fantastic. Uh like these just online games in general and especially as you were saying like over the past like 2 years it's definitely been in, like important to me in my life um having the these online experiences because I also moved to a new uh place during the pandemic and if I didn't like you know talk to you guys i basically be hanging out with my aunt the whole time (laughs) (laughs) which is fine she's a great person it just you know it's it's pretty fantastic that you know we're able to live in a time where we can have these communities and like people we've never met before we can we some people we don't even actually really know their real names but they're just like really good friends it's fantastic yeah, it's pretty awesome. So when did you start streaming on Twitch? So I started streaming on Twitch. Uh, my my actual like start date was Extra Life 2020. So I actually built my whole channel for game day and oh, wow. launched it live on game day. And then so Extra Life 2021 was my official one year. Uh, it was actually, I think, two days after ex- nice. the extra life for this year, but it was fine. Um, so it's just about a it's about a year and a half now, I guess. Yeah. And have you been finding that? Because we're like we're very fresh, like we're just starting to dip our toe in. Because I mean, we were a podcast first, and then we were like, we should probably try out some Twitch stuff. So like, we've we've kind of been dipping our toe. Um, and mostly so far, it's just been Beth and I playing <laughs> Resident Evil. But one code Veronica, some... please. Yes, but eventually we're gonna do some some other stuff too. But we like so, it. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely. So I found it such a huge learning curve for me because I just I've never really touched anything with computers. I've never been a super creative person. And so this was really out of my comfort zone to put myself in front of a camera, create a a brand or an identity that I wanted to use, come up with like colors and like try to figure out how I wanted to make my stream look inviting and be inviting. And then having to learn all the technical aspects of setting up microphones. And I, I built my custom, my PC just for, just for streaming. 
So all of the specs in it are specific to me being able to stream. So it was it was a huge learning curve. Uh, It was a lot of fun to play around and learn kind of what I like and what I don't like. Um, And the last year and a half, the the channel's grown all right. I haven't in the last about six or seven months, I've really kind of stepped away from streaming, not by my own choice necessarily, uh, but just I have a crazy schedule a lot of the time. So putting in putting in a stream when I'm getting home at 11 p.m. at night. Like, I just, I didn't want to make super late streams. Yeah, that's so. right. Well, you've, from what I've seen, uh, your aesthetic is really nice and very inviting. So you've done a good job kind of setting that out and creating that, that spaced out blonde brand, which is which is really cool. Because it was you. it was kind of the same thing for us too. Like, when we were initially starting the super ghost kind of branding um and it's still evolving like it's it it recent like i recently changed some of our logos and stuff like that um just at, after the new year just because i was like hey i think we need to like refresh this and it's fun to kind of like keep evolving a brand in that way and it's cool to like have full control over it where it's like you're your own boss kind of thing but you're not like <laughs> you're not working for somebody I don't know. It's 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 really cool. It's really fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, a lot of respect for kind of being able to just have not going, not really knowing a whole lot going into it, and then just like being like, okay, I'm just gonna build a PC, and I'm gonna get into like all of this like Twitch stuff because like I, Jerry does all that stuff because I'm like big dumb when it comes to computers, and <laughs> I that's like really really admirable to be able to just commit yourself to that we were just talking about how best computer is fucking up so bad <laughs> that now like yeah a few a few episodes ago she was having some mic problems where we we're getting a lot of feedback from her mic and she was like well i don't know i didn't change anything like i did nothing i don't understand how <laughs> I this didn't is do happening. It. i didn't touch it and, <laughs> and then <sighs> she hops on today i'm like holy shit you sound crystal clear again <laughs> And she's like, yeah, but now Final Fantasy won't work. <laughs> it works <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I just have to hard reset my PC every time I turn it on. I don't understand. It, tur- it turns on. It's off and then it comes on and then I have to turn it off again for it to work. I'm like, but do you just, we're off. I don't <laughs> understand. Last time I had trouble with a PC, I just decided to buy a whole new one. Oh, yeah. I can't do this again. <laughs> it's only been like a year. Uh, if you buy another PC, can you maybe like ship that one down this it's, way so I can fix it? Was, it yeah, like, I use spent, it for something. I spent like almost two thousand dollars on this one a year ago. I can't. Machi, machi. I can't do it. I can't do it again. Speaking of which, um, what? Uh, how did you, Courtney? How did you figure out how to build your computer? Like, did you just watch like tutorials on YouTube? Did you watch Henry Cavill make his computer? Did you, did you like, I ended up really lucky. Um, a very good friend of mine actually is a computer technician. And so he helped me pretty much the whole way between like me sending over the specs that I wanted and the things that I was looking to buy. And then he would just like, okay, them or question them. And then once I brought them all in, we essentially just had like a, a wine and, a wine and computer building kind of night 
That sounds amazing. <laughs> so it was, thankfully, I actually, I didn't do very much on it outside of just spend the money and like help a little bit. Well, you picked the parts though, right? I did, yes. Did you use PC Part Picker? Uh, I did. I, well, I used, I used a couple of sites to figure out what was the high of the line, like low of the line and middle. And then I just normally pick the middle one for each. Nice. You know. What did you, uh, what did you end up going with for your graphics card? Uh, good question. <laughs> it's okay. Should I know my own graphic card? Absolutely. No. I should. No, absolutely uh, not. Beth, what kind of graphics card do you have? I don't know. I bought it pre-built <laughs> because I don't know things. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know anything about it. You guys got me to send you a picture of what the specs were when I got it. So you should know what it is. Oh, yeah. It is an RTX 2060. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 fine. That's going to it's going to get you places for sure. Um, Yeah, I mean, when I when I first decided to build one in like, uh, what was that, like 2016, I think I remember thinking like (laughs) I was so overwhelmed by it but i as i was building it and things were actually like working i thought i was a fucking genius like it was the most satisfying thing ever to just the biggest brain wow (laughs) it it just things just were working like i i'll tell you though the scariest thing ever was putting the um the processor in because you have to be like forceful with the the processor like when you clip it down it makes like a really uncomfortable crunch i remember that i i tried (laughs) to entirely build this myself but the second i got to that processor part i thought i was gonna break it so i panicked (laughs) yeah i know like that i kind of had the same experience i had a, a friend who was also like pretty decent with like computer tech and stuff and i remember just texting him being like dude this processor sounds like it's going to snap in half. And he was like, yeah, man, you just gotta be, gotta be tough with it. Like it's, you're not going to break it. Just really push down. And as I'm pushing down and hearing like this crunching and crackling, I thought for sure I was going to break it. And then when I, even, even when I did it recently, again, when I upgraded my processor, like last year, I was still uncomfortable (laughs) putting that thing in. That's just, that's just all the, the learning curves of, of building PCs, but good for you though. You know, picking your parts out and shit and putting it all together. Thank you. Yeah, it was definitely a, I wouldn't say terrifying experience, but a big learning curve as to what exactly everything means and how they interact with each other. And then, Also, course, hey, there was, there was wine involved. So I'm, I give a big thumbs up to wine and PC building. Wine and anything goes well together. Uh-huh. Yep. I mean, I know we, we we talked about this briefly on, on Discord. I uh, I'm going dry. I've been dry uh, off the, uh, the 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 saucy wine since the first of this month. Just to kind of be like, I should probably, you know, take take a breather, give my liver a, a chance to breathe for a second here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get a nice bottle of wine next week on Thursday when that Elden Ring drops, and I'm gonna cozy up. With a with some wine and do some Elden Ring on on the Friday. I'm taking Friday off so I can play it, so I can be alone with Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much any time I game, especially when I'm streaming, I'll crack open. Well, I'm I'm normally not so much of a wine person, but I do love craft beer. 
So normally that'll be my go-to for my cozy yes. gaming. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, I, I we kind of like chat. And actually, yeah, on your last stream, um, I asked you what you were what you're drinking. You know what? You, you know what drives me insane though. So on on your last stream, when I asked you what kind of beer you were drinking, the second you were like, "Oh, the beer I'm drinking," and you held it up, and as you started talking about it, fucking ad. Oh no! <laughs> and then I asked you something else, and goddamn Uncharted decided to come back and show me that it was in theaters again. Fucking, I I, I know you're in the theater, okay? Let me like the only time you were about to address me, it was an ad. But hey, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You were supporting I mean, you her. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you're not subscribing, you gotta, you know, add support the stream. <laughs> Jerry Jerry, come on. It was it was hilarious. Like as soon as you would go to to tell me what it was. But yeah, you were drinking some craft beer the other night. Um mm-hmm. some was it like a honey something or other? Yeah, so it was a it was gluten free beer. Oh yeah, that's right. Um and it's made from uh, sorghum and honey. And so it tastes more like kind of like a cider or mead would, but it's so good. Nice. Finally, now I know what you were actually drinking. Now I know the details. Yes. <laughs> I guess I will have to subscribe so that I can mm-hmm. figure out details of other things in the future when I ask you when you're on stream. You can also check out uh, Twitch will just continue to punish you by any time I respond. <laughs> Reminding me that Tom Holland is Nathan Drake. Yes. I get it. <laughs> uh, which is funny because I I think we are supposed to go see that tonight. And I think, Beth, aren't you supposed to go see that as well? We can't do it tonight, unfortunately. <gasps> yeah, my, oh, no. um, my brother has a show, so he's ah. not available. So we're going to try to go next Friday. Well, I've heard it's not super good but i don't care i'll go see it anyways, i heard it's just a, fun Holland action and... movie like you know yeah, and like, i don't need it to be more than that movie. i know exactly what i expect this to be and exactly what i need, want it to be and it doesn't need to be anything more than that like you know people yep. need sometimes people are like need to chill out a little bit not everything has to be like 10 Look, out of 10 sometimes we watched we love our good like a good seven you know like a really good <laughs> seven is fantastic at times Mm-hmm. I mean, we did watch that Resident Evil movie. Wait, if we could, if we could watch that and still find something good, <laughs> I think we'll be okay with Uncharted. I just think Uncharted in general is just going to be less offensive than what, <laughs> like you know, that Resident Evil movie made me so mad. But I yeah, don't, I don't think Uncharted is going to make me feel that way. Mostly because it's just like Uncharted itself is just like set pieces and fun action and you know nathan drake being goofy at times um so if it's those three things then it's fine and it's like a younger interpretation of them as well so they have like a little bit of like wiggle room and they're not they're they're clearly going for like a from what I've seen of the trailers, it seems like they're going for kind of like uh, here are some iconic like set pieces and then a mix up of certain parts of um, the stories. And it's going to be its own thing. It's not a- actually trying to be like. I guess essentially the director isn't telling me that they're doing a faithful adaptation. <laughs> yeah, I know. But we'll see. Uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be just fine 
Um, and I'm sure there's probably going to be more of them. And uh, I'll probably still end up watching them all. Gotta watch them all. Gotta watch them all. And Pokemon. Gotta watch. Yeah, Pokemon. Spe- hey, speaking of Pokemon, uh, I think, Courtney, I heard you mention that you've been playing that Pokemon Arceus. Or Arcus. How the... What is the proper pronunciation of this goddamn game? So I, I've heard Arceus, but <laughs> that just sounds weird to me. I know. It's like, I, it's, I, I hear Arse and I'm like, <laughs> I think okay. in the, I, I'm now, don't, don't quote me on this, but I, I'm pretty sure there's just general confusion in, in the Pokemon fandom in general, because I, if I'm not mistaken, the, like, People have come out like from Pokemon Company and they've called it like Arceus. But then in the anime randomly, they'll call it Arceus. And so I don't even think they know what one it is. <laughs> um, so I don't think you get to. I think it's one of those situations where it's like a tomato tomato. If you're like, a is it pronounced this way? <laughs> the answer is yes. Regardless of what you say, the answer is yes. I've been calling it Arceus. That's the but way yes, I'm going So with. Pokemon Arceus, I have been playing quite a bit of. I tend to try the new Pokemon games when they come out because Pokemon has kind of been my tried and true like game that I play for my whole life. So, And I heard phenomenal reviews about it when it first came out. I was, I was a bit hesitant, um, but Tried it out, ended up, it was my late night game that I would play. Nice. So suddenly I went from like not playing at all for the first five days or so that it was out. And then as soon as I started it, it was about four hours every night. I'd look at the clock and it'd be about 10 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can play for like an hour. And I look up again and it's like 2, 3 a.m. <laughs> really? Oh, no. This is so it's, not it's It's grabbed you, I guess. It's got its hooks in you. It has. I, it's just the completionist in me, I find. Oh, God. Because the way Beth, they set it up Beth. is you don't just have to catch every Pokemon, <laughs> but you have to interact with each Pokemon mm-hmm. a number of times in a number of different ways in order for it to be considered completed in the Pokedex. You are singing to Beth right now. Oh, that's also why I'm like, <laughs> okay, I can't buy this game until I have, like, um, you know, time off. <laughs> I can't. I'll lose my life to it because I'm the same. Like I, Pokemon is something that I've consistently played and loved since I was a child. I, I have a living Dex right now, um, <laughs> and I that you had that. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I've literally caught them all individually and have proof. So, and I, I did shiny hunting for a while. I like really, really love it and then everything i've seen about this game i'm just like i know i'm going to stop like talking to people and doing things and um i'm just going to want to like huddle up in my room with my switch and just play constantly and i won't sleep and i won't eat properly and so it's just like (laughs) i need to wait until i'm not working like all the time so would you say that you want to be the very best? No, I just want to. Like, I want to catch them no all. One ever was. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be the very best. Like no one ever was. That was. I feel like that's the the uh, part of the song that people who do um, 
like the online battling and stuff like that. Th- those are the people that go to the tournaments. I'm just the I want to catch them all. Got to catch them all, man. And uh, I, uh, I can't I can't do that right now. I struggle picking a starter Pokemon every single time that I've ever played one of these games. I sit really? there. Well, I'm I'm like one of those people that if you sit me in front of a game <laughs> and then you go, you get to make your character goodbye an hour and a half. And then if they're like, now name your character. Oh, good luck. That's a 40-minute excursion for me. I am so indecisive when it comes to that stuff. And I've always been indecisive when it comes to pick and start a Pokemon. However, when I... Because I've only ever played Pokemon Red. And... Uh, that's it. <laughs> I've I've tried the other ones, but I've played and finished Pokemon Red, um, and Pokemon Snap. <laughs> but uh, my starter Pokemon in Pokemon Red was Charmander, and he will always be my dude. See, I feel like there's there's two different types of people who play Pokemon, which is <laughs> uh, someone who like really tries to figure out what starters can be best for them, which ones they like the evolutions of, et cetera, et cetera. And then there are people like me who go, I, I'll pick water every single game. I, I pick, pick the fire. I'm the same way. I'm like, I've figured out my solution. It's just to pick the same type every time. And I just, <laughs> I go with fire. I've never, I generally never been disappointed with picking a water starter. Mm-hmm. Squirtle is pretty good. I'll, I'll give you that. He's he's good too. I don't. I honestly have no idea what any of the other starters are in any <laughs> of the other games. I know Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander. And Char- I remember hearing that Charmander turns into a giant dragon, and that was enough to sell my ten-year-old ass. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I think I think that this the really cool thing about Pokemon is, and the reason why. Like I've always picked fire and I've ne- I've also never been disappointed with picking it is because even if, you know, you initially might not be into the way like an evolution looks, eventually you weirdly form a bond of attachment with the Pokemon that you're playing as and then you come to love them. And it's why every single Pokemon is someone's favorite Pokemon. And that's just awesome. And I, I really... I really enjoy that about the game. Like it goes, it successfully does this idea of just like collecting these cute little monsters. And then suddenly you're really emotionally attached. And uh, (laughs) then people really um, make themselves suffer when they play Nuzlocke. Yeah, I pretty much, um, I'm one of those people that I will never take my, my starter out of my team. Mm -hmm. It does not matter what, what happens that pokemon no. is staying there yeah it's it's do you the name ace. your pokemon or you keep them as their like normal names normally i don't name them but sometimes no. i i think of something really punny that i want to name them <laughs> so i i remember pretty like clearly i had a couple of like favorite non-main pokemon and like i think uh alakazam scyther and Gengar were like some of some of my all time faves. Those the, what I can remember because again, only really played Gen One. I think I know some of the stuff in Gen Two, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Mm-hmm. But like, do you guys have the same thing where like 
you kind of gravitate to certain like and i don't even know what it is like i think scyther for me was just like a look that guy looked fucking badass like he was he was intense looking so i was like yeah this guy's cool he might not even be good i don't know like i just like the look of him and he yeah he was always in my team once i had once i had one I always think of his, uh, I think it's like his anime voice. Like, it's like, Scyther! <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Sorry, like the... I forgot about that. Yeah, because the, <laughs> they all say their names, right? Um, In the actual anime. And his, the way Scyther does, like, Scyther! <laughs> oh my god. He deserves better. <laughs> He's good. He is good. And Scissor, his, like, evolution is, like, uh, actually, like, a really strong... Mod. Wait, he has an evolution? That it came in later. It came in. Yeah. Should I play the other games? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to ask, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Well, we kind of, we've kind of, mm-hmm. well, by we, I mean, you and Greg have set me on a path to play uh, Silver. I think Is it Silver play. you said I should do? I think if you played Red, you should play Silver next. Or Gold, okay. whichever. Now, Corny, would you recommend Arceus for someone like myself that I've, I enjoy Pokemon. I think it's 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 fun and like I I like the the whole world of Pokemon. I just don't I don't know anything about it and I I haven't really played any, but the more I've seen of Arceus, I've liked what I've seen. So like as somebody that doesn't really play them, would you recommend it for someone like me? Do you, uh, have you played Breath of the Wild at all? Yep. <laughs> it is Breath of the Wild with Pokemon. Good lord. So it is it is open world exploration. You get a bunch of side quests. Uh, you have the opportunities to go into different climates, catch Pokemon in these different regions. It is it very much allows you to go at your own pace and explore the world as much as you'd like, and it encourages you to do so. So I if you aren't into Pokemon and you're not into the traditional line of like sequence that Pokemon puts you through, Arceus is perfect because you're not battling gyms, you're not forced into constant conflict with things. Hmm. You can be if you'd like. Like you can battle you every battle Pokemon. Other... Yeah. Can you battle other people? Uh there are certain characters during your interactions with them that will battle you. But it's not as if there are Pokemon trainers just out in the world asking to battle you if they see you. Huh. So it's definitely it's definitely a big difference between what we're kind of used to with a normal Pokemon game and then what they've provided us with uh, Legends Arceus. But if you if you have played Breath of the Wild and you enjoyed it and you enjoy Pokemon, you're going to love this game. Yeah, I I'm in. <laughs> I definitely want to play it. Um, so, like, do you get? Is there are there starter Pokemon in this? Like, do you start with one? Are you given one, or is it a thing where like you have to go get your first one? Yes. Yeah, so there are there are actually uh, starters available. Um, when you first get in, they provide you. You get one of three options, and they're from different generations. I think it's. So it's Cyndaquil, Oshawott, and the Owl Boy that I can't Owlet. remember. Owl what? Right? Owlet. Owlet. It's from Sun and Moon. Mm. So 
You get a choice. Well, we know what Beth's one... picking. No, no, I'm picking Cinequil. <laughs> yeah, Fire. exactly. Fire forever. And I, I picked water because water. <laughs> so. so Jerry, you're going to be grass. <laughs> I don't. I don't have to be any. I. I will probably go with fire. Yeah, I really like the um, new Regent variants of the um, like the starters' final evolutions for this. None of those words make any sense to me. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. You'll you'll eventually know. You know, you get really um, you finally become a Pokemon master. You know. Well, games. Yeah, I mean, and I I they're branching off and doing some of the cooler things. I'm really, really hoping that the next major project that they announced is going to be like a Pokemon Coliseum or Pokemon <gasps> Gale of Darkness <gasps> remake, because those are my favorite my Pokemon games. Oh my I would love to just have like an online thing where like you could just fight your friends with Pokemon and like the whole Coliseum thing because Coliseum was a lot of fun. I think I used to love that shit. Yeah, I but well so like Coliseum was I think you're talking about Courtney's talking about like the story, right? Like the Yes, the Coliseum game. Yeah. Wait, which one am I thinking about? Stadium. The N64 one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do another stadium. <laughs> yeah. I played that too. Played the shit out of that. Um yeah, no, I, I'm so with you, though. Like, I want another, like, Coliseum or Gale of Darkness type story, too. Uh, they're, they were so good and so much fun. And um, I'll... Wait, hmm? what is Coliseum, then? I thought that was just, like, the GameCube version of... Uh, the, what was the other one you just said? Stadium. Sta- isn't that just that? Or does that actually have a story? It's got, it's got a full storyline of... Uh, having to steal Pokemon from like evil corporation people and their hearts oh. being turned like Pokemon's hearts are being turned black and dark and you're having to restore them and really cool storyline over the two games. Hmm. I did not know that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll check that out at some point. It's a nice little I offshoot. I, I played through quite a bit of Stadium on stream. And it was just so much fun to revisit a game that it's aged pretty well, honestly. But it seems like it's a forgotten gem of the Pokemon uh, fandom that they just don't acknowledge these games for the brilliance that they were. Mm, that's a bummer. I. You know what? I just realized <sighs> we could probably do Pokemon Stadium on, like, you know, through emulation and. Um, Shit, what's the name of that program that Greg and I were using? Um, Parsec. Oh. Yeah, you can use Parsec. Um, so essentially what Parsec does is it just shares your screen like you do in Discord. Only the person that you're sharing the screen with, it allows them to have controller input. So it's it's not great for like something that requires perci- like precision, like a fighting game. Like We tried some fighting games and like it worked. But there was just enough lag where you were like, mm, this isn't really playable. But something like Pokemon Stadium would actually work pretty good because it's kind of, from what I remember, it's turn-based, right? So that would be yes, easy to most, pull off. Most with... Pokemon games do tend to be turn-based. Oh, whatever. You know what I mean. 
But yeah, man, we should try that out. Big brain time, thinking out loud. <laughs> I think the most exciting thing about Legends to me is that they're willing to invest and explore in all these different ideas and kind of make um, new kind of like divergence um, games in, in like a like the next Legends game doesn't so it doesn't really necessarily affect like what the next mainline Pokemon's going to be like there's still going to be like your two versions probably and um, your eight gyms or whatever they did in Sun and Moon I don't remember was it Trials um, but I, I'm a I actually am like a really big fan of like the traditional Pokemon format format as well. So mm -hmm. I like that we can have those games and then we can have stuff like legends and um, let's go. And hopefully they do bring back um, things uh, in more in line with Coliseum and Gale of Darkness. And it to me, it kind of is like all these things can exist at the same time and together. And um then people because there's I feel like there's a lot of Pokemon fans who actually kind of really don't like Pokemon anymore and they want something different but they still have like that emotional attachment to the series so they'll play each mainline and then be really mad that it's not something different yeah I've seen a lot of like really stupid comments on like Reddit and Twitter and stuff of people just like shitting on Arceus and like I, I think I've, I've talked about it with either with you guys or even on the podcast before, mm -hmm. how like, you know, people were like, oh, look, there's not enough trees. And I was like, are you like, what? What a weird thing to complain about. Like, and from what I could tell, it was kind of like when you were up high. <laughs> so like, yeah, remember, you're playing on a switch that has like not the same kind of power and capacity as like, you know, even a playstation 4 really so like everybody just needs to settle down on all the all the hate but yeah you're right every time pokemon does something different <laughs> the fans like revolt but I just then think, they complain because they don't get anything different i think it's more like pokemon there's there is a contingent of pokemon fans that actually i believe hate pokemon i don't know why <laughs> they're here they're clearly not happy but um it's regardless of what Pokemon um, company does and Game Freak, um, it it's not enough. It's not satisfying. It's not what they want. It's not what they envision that Pokemon could be or can be. And I believe there are definitely valid criticisms that you can make um, for these games. Um, like I I I would love the implementation of like you know a pokemon master mode in the mainline games so like if you have been playing for a long time it makes it so that the ai is a bit more intelligent and then or there's like you know pokemon at the or pokemon trainers at the end of the game have six pokemon and none of them are for like they don't have two first evolution like first forms like there's there are things they can do to change and i think improve but you just have people who are just like mad no matter what like some one of the criticisms I saw about Legends was um, a fan being like, oh, Pokemon games are so trash nowadays that 
Legends, they can make a game like Legends. It's not even that good, but everyone thinks it's fantastic when it actually is only like a five out of 10 versus like a two out of 10. And it's like, okay, are stupid. <laughs> but it's like kind of also like, I don't think you actually want to play Pokemon games. I, I don't like, it's okay. You know, you don't have to play Pokemon games if they're not what you want anymore. Like you can, right. you can play well, the, I mean, and move on. Like it's, Courtney, it's fine. As somebody that's, that's played, like, have you played all of the, the mainline ones? I have played most of them. So gen three was like my main, my main one. I played, okay. I believe, one through three and then started again with gen we're on gen seven right now gen eight uh, uh gen eight was um sword and shield yeah yeah so i think i've played gen seven eight so i missed like black and white and black and white two and pearl and silver but i'm starting on those ones mm-hmm. so nice. like i i have played most of them and of course like i've played a lot of the off off mainline games as well Mm-hmm. it's definitely eh. I feel like people who are so against Pokemon nowadays is because they have a very like they had one good experience with one of the games yeah and they want to re-feel that exact feeling with every game that comes out but because they add new po- like it's not the same Pokemon it's a slightly different storyline it doesn't have any sort of natural or like mainstream storyline at all they suddenly are revolt against it because it's not exactly given it's not the same feeling that they got the one time <laughs> that's kind of how i felt with the mario and luigi games because like they were based off of one of my favorite games mario rpg and i remember playing the first mario and luigi on game boy advance and thinking like mm, this isn't mario rpg but then like it was kind of clouding my my vision a bit of realizing like, oh, this is actually a, a really good game. It's just not exactly the same. Uh, but I, I'm totally guilty of doing the same shit. Like I do, I did it with that franchise. I do it with like uh, the Mega Man stuff. I I do that shit all the time. So I'm, I'm guilty, guilty as charged for doing <laughs> that. Yeah, um, Courtney, I definitely think you're right in that regard because it's almost like everyone wants just it to be the gen one game again like a, not everyone but like a lot because they're like oh it doesn't have <laughs> it doesn't have the jerk they want i want a jerk rival and i don't want it to be like end of the world stuff because like uh, since i feel like yeah what since there was end of the world stuff in pokemon basically like the first game the main evil team was team rocket and their kind of main goal was just to be dicks and kind of steal pokemon and they're just like kind of like organized crime um and that was kind of like the main the the largest scale it got to but most of the pokemon games since the evil team has been trying to their main goal end goal was to get the legendary pokemon to either like alter reality or um change like the the fate like the face of the planets um that kind of stuff so you're kind of stopping them from uh using that power to either fundamentally change the world or change reality um now we we've talked 
we've talked a great deal about Pokemon, but what? But more. What I what I need to know though, Courtney, do you do you like the Mario games? Uh, we can keep talking about Pokemon. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> My thoughts exactly. You know. Damn Ali. it! <laughs> so the only like. I, I've played the original Luigi's Mansion. I have Luigi's Mansion 2 on my Switch. Um, nice. I love Mario Party. I'm Hell awful, yeah. but enjoy Mario Kart. But the only... All right. The only actual game of the entirety of Mario... Of, okay, Super Mario Sunshine. And then Mario and Luigi's Partners in Time for the DS are the only two Mario games I have played. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? You're already doing a way better job of getting those Mario games in than Beth, because I think Mario did something to Beth when she was very like infantile in her video game career, and oh man, she has not forgiven Mario. Do you know what uh, Mario has done that I can't forgive him for? Do you want to know what it is, Jerry? I would love to know what it is. They don't make games I like. <laughs> Oh man! So that's really, really it. You know, that's the, feel... the long and short of it. Is don't like those games. I just they're not fun for me. Well, at least Courtney likes some of the games. And you know what? I think we can all agree that Mario Party is a good. It's that's a good yes. time playing Mario 100%. Party. It's a good way to lose some friends, though. <laughs> that's why you only ever play with three friends. And then you make the fourth one like a very hard computer, um, computer player. Yeah. So then at the end of it, you're just happy that you three of you didn't lose to a computer. Yeah. Except for those one time that you do lose to a computer. And then, and then you get really That's upset. Shameful. That's <laughs> shameful. But we're, but we're ashamed together. <laughs> now, if you guys are picking computer for Mario Party, like I, uh, there's two that I always pick because... Mm-hmm. I like to put myself through <laughs> torture and I love to hate Wario and Donkey Kong. They're always mm. my computer picks. Always. Yeah, I feel like uh, Wario and Waluigi almost always make it in that spot. <laughs> yeah, Wal- Waluigi <laughs> is a good one to pick for that. I, uh, <laughs> I always will go with Daisy. <laughs> Daisy? I don't know why. Daisy and Wario. Because I, I like to play as either go, uh, Boo or Waluigi. So. Boo? Oh, I almost always play Boo. If yeah, I can. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, pick, I pick my main man, Mario, every time. <laughs> you're just a simp. That's, you know, do you even <laughs> like Mario games or you're just a simp? Stop it. Um, and then, yeah, you mentioned... You, so you compared Arceus to Breath of the Wild a bit. Did you play Breath of the Wild? I sure didn't. I really I haven't played it. So I think I that's you're saying my that biggest you did. Sure gamer did. is I haven't played any of the Link, Link series. Mm. Really? Correct. Man, that's... I mean, I know lots of people that haven't. Um, do, you, do you think now that you've played Arceus, does it does it persuade you to try maybe playing Breath of the Wild? You know, it doesn't. And this is more... <laughs> Damn it! I feel like this is more out of spite now. Uh, but I had an ex. And he oh. was obsessed with Zelda. Like, he had a mm. full Legend of Zelda sleeve. He played all of the time. And 
we we had a house together and we had one room that was just filled with Legend of Zelda stuff. We even named our cats that we had together Zelda and Cheek. Like this man loved Legend of Zelda. And then we broke up. And so now I feel like there's a weird little <laughs> spite part of me. I was like, I'm not I'm not doing anything Legend of Zelda. I can't do it. Well, that makes a lot more sense than any of the reasons that Beth has given me for not liking Mario. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, it does make a lot of sense. But one thing I, I would say kind of like to keep in keep in mind is as speaking as someone who also sort of doesn't like a lot of Legend of Zelda games, um, I think Breath of the Wild specifically, and like this is a general statement, you definitely don't have to like or really know anything about the other Zelda games to kind of play that one and enjoy it for what it is. Um, and uh, Twilight Princess is good, but otherwise you're probably not missing out on much. I think Seems I like you and try... Beth are going to get along just fine. Yeah, we've got the same interests. <laughs> this is great. I feel ganged up on. Oh, no. We, we sat at the top. So yeah. I mean, we're, it feels so nice to be Where's Greg? I need Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. No. Greg is gone. No. Yeah. Where, where <laughs> he is, he like can't hear dead. your cries. <laughs> R.I.P. Greg. <laughs> for now. Um, for now, until we resurrect him when we need him again. Um, so, are you like mostly a Nintendo console kind of person? I I mean, part of the games that I love the most are Nintendo games, so it does make it really tough to not be a Switch-specific person. <laughs> uh, I do nowadays pretty much exclusively play Switch or PC. Yeah, it's a good combo. But uh. Uh, I do collect consoles, like I, or at least I used Ooh. to. I really, I really loved collecting consoles. So I have Xbox through Xbox One, PlayStation through PlayStation 4, uh, and then most of the, or all of the handheld Nintendo consoles. Really? Oh, man. And yes, GameCube is a handheld console. It had a, <laughs> the first it portable. It had a handle. <laughs> it had a handle. It had a handle. Like, it's the first it had a handle. game system. Yeah. I remember my friend used to come over to my house and... I remember the first time he walked in holding that by the handle with his bag full of games and stuff. And I was like, this looks so stupid. But then I was like, this is amazing, though. He's bringing his console. It was like the first console that you could just like easily bring to someone's house and play it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the other consoles were like not as portable in that sense. They're all very bulky. Game- GameCube's underrated. GameCube is my favorite system of all time. Oh, it's so good. It's also the best weapon. Out of all the consoles, (laughs) it could be, I think, the most effective weapon. because I never thought of using any console as a weapon before, but you might be right. Because, like, yeah, Xbox um, One X is, or, like, Xbox One is bulky. Yeah, but you know what? If you're in a fight, it's kind of, like, a bit heavy, and it's, it's not as easy to wield. But GameCube has all those pointy edges and a handle. Yeah, I feel like with if you're fighting with consoles, like yeah. any major, <laughs> any traditional game console, you throw it, like it's one and done. Mm-hmm. 
but you're able to wield a GameCube like a sword and just go back and forth. Like you you have reusability with it. It's kind of like yeah. using the hammer in Monster Hunter. I was going to say like monk <laughs> weapons, right? Those are some like knuckles. Get two of them. I feel like though, I could fuck somebody up with a with a Wii moat and a nunchuck. <laughs> oh yeah. It's I literally called a nunchuck. Hurt by those before, like had it whipped at you. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nintendo yep. makes uh, good weapons, is what I <laughs> Nintendo's gonna get into dealing weapons. Just turning consoles into weapons. I mean the the Wii the Wii Moat and the Nunchuck definitely because I mean you could mm-hmm. like you could like clutch the Wiimote and They're use literally it as support for punching and then you could just like flick the nunchuck yeah. around um you could take like <laughs> you've got pretty good range mm-hmm. yep i i feel like if you came at me with a couple of game cubes i might be able to take you with with a Wiimote and a nunchuck I don't know, I man. Don't they're, they're also bulky so. that's that reach, blockage i got that reach but i can block you with my blocky game cube yeah and you're not blocking anything. Mm-hmm. Or I could just confuse you and throw the the whole mess of the the Sega, like the Sega Genesis with the fucking the 32X, that Frankenstein thing. I could just throw all that at you, and then there would be like pieces going everywhere. That but it's kind of that would be kind of like, like a, throwing sand in your eye. I was gonna say, but I'm also not like a like a fake creature. I don't have to stop and count and pick it all up if you throw something <laughs> on the ground. I could keep coming at you. True. But. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think like I'm I'm re- I never thought I'd be sitting here thinking about which console would make the best weapon. Like, it, and I think you're right. I think it is GameCube. Is it really weird that every time a new console comes out, I reconsider and then still land on GameCube? I think about. I this. like that this has been a reoccurring thought that this just didn't <laughs> pop up out of nowhere here. Like this is I, this no. is a thought you've been holding in your head for a very long while. For a long while. Like, I I thought of this for the first time, like, years and years and years ago. Maybe, like, probably just shortly after I got, <laughs> I got a GameCube. And then every time a new console comes out, I, like, you know, I have to reevaluate. But it really just, it's, it's the GameCube. Lightweight, has a handle, but it has, like, pointy edges. And, like, they're, yeah, they're blocky enough, like, bulky enough that you can kind of block <laughs> things. And I just think, ultimately... That would be the way to go. So if the GameCube is the best weapon, what would make the best armor? Would it be the Wii U gamepad? <laughs> can I, can I uh, pause it? This is literally the first time I'm thinking about it. But I want to say uh, the PlayStation 5 because you can take off the sides and then you can use oh, them, like tape them onto your... Pads? Yeah, like or tape them onto <laughs> your arms and use them as like Wonder Woman kind of like blocking. <laughs> So okay, I I am having just the most amazing time oh, in my dude. own brain right now. Think what? Wield the GameCube as your sword and have like the panels as your shield <laughs> for PlayStation Five. An unstoppable force. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> I know what I'm gearing up with when the zombie apocalypse happens. <laughs> Got to dismantle your uh, your consoles. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, I think I'm just grabbing a bat and a knife or something. <laughs> I don't think I'm reaching for the consoles. Oh, you're taking, Plus, you're taking a... those short range fights. Get two nunchucks uh, from your Wii and then you've got long range. <laughs> I Fantastic. do have two nunchucks. I don't have a GameCube though. Wish I did. 
I don't have one of those kicking around. I ended up going and buying myself one probably about five years ago because I was so tired of not. I have one when I was a kid. We got rid of it. And then I was so tired of not having a GameCube. I bet you it's a silver one. It is a silver one, yes. (laughs) Everybody had that silver one. I really, really, really liked the original, the purple one. Purple is my favorite color. Like my mom. Like my mom got the purple one. Ah, the purple one was so good. And the, that you know what? God damn it, that controller, that's a good fucking controller. And I feel like that controller really like shaped the way for a lot of modern controllers. A lot of people would ar- argue that it's the X, the original Xbox, kind of paved that way. But I don't know. I think that GameCube one, man, that's the that's the that's the real deal. Well, and the GameCube ones are so good that when they made the Switch and they made the controllers for the Switch. They're literally the same, just with a USB yeah. cord instead. They knew yep. how good those controllers were. Mm-hmm. They're good. They are. They're excellent controllers. And like the thing about those controllers, they had a very unique layout. In in that, like the A button was like your like because the A when you think about the A button for anything, even now, it's usually like your accept button like your your enter button kind of thing it's like your main button and where the gamecube uh button layout allowed you to kind of have your thumb resting on a but easily reach every other button um i know like just recently a a friend of mine and i were like kind of talking about this and he was saying like how in f-zero i think it was f-zero uh for gamecube how like you were holding like the acceleration or something like with a and then like reaching and hitting like what like you're always able to hit more than one button at a time and it allows for some like interesting combinations um and i always found that really interesting even with like resident evil 4 that also had some some stuff like that and i to this day i still think i don't know if i can go back to resident evil 4 i tried playing it on like the wii and i haven't tried playing like the remastered version on like pc or anything like that but like i don't know there's something about the gamecube controller just feels and of course that is the the first time that i played that game was with the gamecube controller so maybe i am a little biased but it just feels right it just feels right amen <laughs> amen um but i w- i do want to circle back to something uh specifically pointed toward you courtney um we kind of like had some time to talk about some games and stuff and we kind of flowed in from talking about twitch and, and all that good stuff into the the games that we were playing but you mentioned before that you did extra life yeah i uh i've been doing uh extra life for the past five years this year is now my sixth year uh, raising money for the Stollery Children's Hospital in Edmonton. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I would like to maybe, you know, when when we're, we're done this, we could talk more. Like, if there's any way that I can help contribute or anything, like, I would definitely be down to help out with, with that whole thing. I think that's... Extra Life is such a good cause. And I love that it's gamers that are, like, <laughs> helping 
with that cause? It's I always laugh whenever I send out like donation request emails in professional circles because I have to explain to them. It's like, so think of a marathon, but we're not doing anything difficult. We're just gaming for 24 <laughs> hours. Uh, but we have raised so much money over the 10 years that Edmonton Extra Life has been a thing. And even personally for the five years that I've been a part of, a part of extra life and it's so easy to get started with it that you don't have to be a content creator you don't have to put in a bunch of time and effort it's so easy just nice. just to get in and to enjoy it and you can do some really cool things so i i tend to create incentive lists so for however much we raise, I do a certain thing. Now, last year was my first year being able to do it as a content creator. So it was really fun seeing which, which incentives made my chat the most excited. Almost always it was something to do with me drinking. <laughs> any, any, or just like, getting scared or anything that was going to make me miserable pretty much <laughs> what were the streams that people were the most excited over so how does that work like like your incentives so like say for example for you to drink like is that like that's a donation so i typically do uh group incentives so we have to hit a total amount raised of a certain amount for it to unlock the incentives I have also given rewards at certain dollar amounts for previous years. So thank you bags, um, on-screen promo, et cetera, et cetera. So I've done a couple of things like that, but typically my major ones are just milestones within my fundraising. Nice. Yeah, I, um, I would definitely like to, to do something. Uh, when like when does that take place? Like when? So fundraising is, is able to happen all year. They start it. They start the new season January first, and fundraising season goes all the way till end of December. Uh, the okay. actual extra life game day is typically in November, typically that first weekend of November. But they also have events such as Extra Life United, which is a charity tournament that they do. It was online last year, but this year I believe they're actually hosting it in person. But they do other events like that. And of course, the communities themselves each will do stuff on their own, just not as a part of the like whole country or nation. Okay. So yeah, and you're also in, involved in the Alberta Esports Association, I believe? Yeah, I really funny that all of these cool gaming related work things all came about at the same time so about two weeks before i launched my twitch channel i actually started uh, on the board of directors for the alberta esports association as well as huh. on their executive team in administration and it is a nonprofit that is trying to legitimize the sport of esports uh, within Alberta and trying to bring the communities together that are scattered across the province into one centralized, standardized area so that 
gamers can easily access the communities that they're interested in. Uh, we know that they are safe and fun environments, and we're able to kind of be a frame of reference for other provinces or countries that might want to adopt a similar approach to esports. That's really interesting. Is it like, is it the only one that's in Canada right now? It is the only one that's acting in the capacity that we are. So typically, esports associations or esports organizations are event run. So their primary okay. focus is putting on events. We are the only one of our scale that is nonprofit, uh, as well as doing a holistic view of esports. So we have health and wellness, we have community building, we're getting into the education sphere, as well as trying to set up and sanction tournaments and circuits throughout the province. So we're kind of the only one doing that level of work. Typically, they'll focus specifically on events or on player management and conditioning. So Wow. That's a lot of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I uh I I'll be honest with you, I didn't think that the the scope of it was that that uh that large. That's really cool. It is. It is we are we've only been around for about a year and a half now. And it is incredible how much we've grown already within the first year and a half. I got brought on at about this four month mark. And we have already partnered up with the Edmonton Public Schools and done a tournament for them. We have partnered with a couple of the colleges and run tournaments for them. We Sweet. have people in government uh, reaching out to us. We've partnered with all sorts of incredible gaming communities here. It's just there is so much happening and so many people are interested in esports. And it's really cool that we get to be the place that they come to to learn more and get involved. That's awesome. I mean, <clears throat> do you, I guess, to kind of um, check out like what you guys do, do you, would you necessarily need to be in Alberta or even Canada? Like, is it something that somebody could, could like see what you guys do? Like, do you guys have like a website and stuff? Yeah, we we have a website. We have social media. We have YouTube. Um, we when we run tournaments, especially over the last year, because they have been all online, we have actually had a number of competitors from outside the province, outside the country, join in on these. And then as well, we have a fantastic code of conduct that was made by our human resources executive. And it is so incredible that it has been used as the basis for other code of conducts across the world. So we know for sure that it's oh, been shit. used in BC, it has been used in the States, and it's been used in New Zealand. Wow. So That's amazing. Shit. It is. We, we are scoped specifically to Alberta, and that was the choice that we made. But mm -hmm. it's cool to still see that we have waves crashing or we're hitting waves um, across the world. That's yeah, fantastic. That's, yeah, that's really cool. I uh, I had no idea. And it's now I know, definitely so. never something that I thought I would be a part of in getting <laughs> the opportunity to make the decisions to do stuff like this. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And then you also had the opportunity I seen recently that you... Uh, 
you're now famous. You're on TV. I <laughs> wouldn't really say that. <laughs> <laughs> so as a part of my work with ASA, the Alberta Esports Association, uh, our largest sponsor year over year is TELUS. So TELUS has done a fantastic job in really just wanting to promote esports here in Alberta. And one of the things is they're launching a pure fiber um, specifically targeted to gamers. And they had reached out back in October, I think it was, saying, hey, if anyone's interested, let us know. And myself and one of the co-founders, Vic, uh, we both volunteered to be a part of it. They chose us. They liked us. They flew us out for a weekend to Vancouver to shoot this commercial. Nice. I had one day because I worked that it, I worked the Friday night. The shoot was Saturday, and I worked again Sunday morning. Oh, man. So I had to get on a flight at like five a.m. on the Saturday morning. Got in, did the shoot, and then flew out for five a.m. the next day. It was it was absolute insanity. It was the craziest like one day event I've done in a very long time. <laughs> but they that's, they that's didn't cool. quite tell us what we were going to be asked or what was going to be expected of us, just that uh, it was going to be a commercial for this this pure fiber. And we got the we got the videos, like the commercials, a couple days before it launched. And it was just so wild to see me so often. Because they ended up making about six commercials over that. Six or seven different okay. commercials with the footage. And I thought they were just hyping me up when they were talking about it. They're like, you did so good. Like, you were incredible. All this stuff. Um, and our contact from TELUS is like, honestly, like, they had to cut you back some from these commercials. Because they loved how, <laughs> like, how well you spoke and how you presented yourself. But we actually had a paid talent that we had come in and we had to give them more screen time. So we had to cut some of the things that they wanted to use originally. Oh, wow. uh, so I am the I'm the prominent person in I think two or three of these seven commercials that they made. So who were the other people in the, like the the only thing that I seen was the one that you shared on Twitter? Um, yes, there, which I guess, there is that are just like a snippet? Few other ones. So there is myself and Vic come from Asa. Lisa from Extra Life Edmonton came along. And okay. there was a fantastic streamer out in BC. I don't remember her name though, off the top of my head. There was someone there from, I believe, BC Esports as well. I think their Esports Association. So there were a few of us, and then there were some paid talents as well. All in the commercials. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it looked really good. The one that you, um, the one that you shared on Twitter. Thank you. Looked, yeah, I'm uh, probably gonna, I'm probably gonna fantastic. post a couple more just because I have. Them, yeah, of course. Which, mm -hmm. Of course, I would. It Shit, feels, it feels so a fucking commercial. Like, man, look at my face on this ad. Like, <laughs> ad. Hey, Self promote, I mean, man. Yeah. You just no, no, no. Fuck, you send that shit out and I'll plaster that shit all over our Twitter. <laughs> Honestly, one of the funnest parts about it has been getting random text messages. Just like, were you in a commercial? <laughs> yeah, I was. 
oh my god, I was just watching YouTube and you came up as an ad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty wild. I that would be pretty crazy to just like all of a sudden see one of your friends pop up in an ad on YouTube and be like, wait a second, wait a second. second. Who's this person? I know this person. The only (laughs) sad part about me having YouTube premium is that I don't get to see ads with my face on them. (laughs) Hate ads. It's a very specific problem. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, crap, why did I do this? Why did I get premium? I, I don't want any other ad. But this one, yeah. I will accept. just show me me. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. <laughs> I uh, I actually recently got YouTube Premium, and I have never looked back. <laughs> it's the best ever because I watch so much YouTube, and it's just so nice. Yeah, that's the thing. Like and Spotify Premium and YouTube Premium are two things that have absolutely spoiled me. Because anytime I have to watch YouTube without Premium or listen to Spotify without Premium. It's just like, why are there so many ads? Mm-hmm. Has there always been this many yeah. ads? Like, it just feels gross. Yeah, Spotify is intense with their with their ads. I actually, I have Apple Music just because I've I've had an iPhone for as long as I can remember. But like, lately, I've been kind of thinking about switching over to Spotify just because like, where I'm on my PC and stuff a lot, and like even on PlayStation, like Spotify is on the PlayStation. Um, I just feel like Apple Music just runs like dog shit on pc like it never really feels that great whereas like the spotify app on pc is great it's it's perfect spotify app's really good on um the playstation too so if you want see and i've never used it on playstation yeah i didn't even know for that console apps for it that's so cool yeah yeah you know what else is heading to a lot of to console sorry sorry go ahead i was gonna say i used to do a lot of like um grinding for uh like trophies and so i was just like doing tedious stuff so i would just like uh turn the volume for the game down and listen to spotify on my playstation while i was, I was actually just gonna ask you that. if you could do that yeah if you could like have music oh man yeah Maybe so I'd... I'd be, i would be listening to my like the stuff that i have on spotify while i was playing like through my headset while i was playing um at the time tales from Berseria. i was doing a lot of like grinding in that game and so i like just muted the music in game and listened to spotify while i did it they're also adding uh discord to ps5 oh yeah i heard about that i'm actually really excited because that's yeah that's a big deal one of the people i play apex legends with um is a console player and he doesn't have a separate computer that he can run discord on so i'm really excited that this might actually mean that we have comms that we can use at any time yeah i i feel like it's it's a big step in in the right direction and i hope that it's not exclusive to PlayStation. I hope all the consoles get Discord. I think Discord should be on all of these things. Isn't Discord it already is... on Xbox? Is it? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. Uh, it, it might be. I, I really don't think it is. But in, in general, I think Discord should just be on everything. Because <laughs> Discord is kind of like... I, I don't know why it took me so long to get into Discord and figure it out. Like, I feel like around 2017 was when I finally real because like when I was still living in Newfoundland and my buddy was out here in Alberta, we would occasionally like play online together. And then sometimes we would just like shoot the shit and watch like YouTube videos together. And we used to like get a YouTube video up, share the link on like our, our like, um, 
mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger like chat, and then we would like count down, be like three, two, one, go, and then like hit play on the video to watch it that way. And then when we discovered Discord, we were like, wait a second, this is way easier. What the fuck have we been doing this whole time? This is so much easier. And it, yeah, it it totally helps kind of mitigate all the the bullshittery that we had to go through for just like hanging out all the time yeah no i with discord though i know when i started streaming that was the most intimidating task was trying to build a discord Discord server yeah because like there you have the like things that you need to just like game in a server like that is one thing but what i had to learn how to like privatized channels kind of create a gateway entry system into the discord so that they had to stop and like approve rules and all of that and then find out what is relevant and differing roles and how to how to do like a tiered system it was it was so much i think i i put it off for about two or three months and then it took me probably about four hours to build my discord yeah, I've been kind of slowly picking away and kind of be trying to evolve ours. Um, and again, we're like we're we're still fairly new. We've only really been doing this for, I think we're coming up on a year now with the podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of like Discord and Twitch and all that stuff, like that's that's all very new for us. And it's definitely one of those things that you kind of there's no real easy way to learn this stuff. Like you just gotta kind of dig your heels in and go for it and just kind of let it evolve over time yeah i was definitely like i was very lucky that when i started up i met a fellow streamer pretty early on and she was just a little bit farther in her development of her channel than what i was and so jen and i uh have actually connected quite a bit and when i was building my discord i was able to just ask her as many questions as possible and it was really nice just kind of having a little bit of a mentor within the space to bounce questions off of get feedback from get kind of the basics that i couldn't just google right and i i try now whenever i have a friend that is like hey like i'm thinking about getting into streaming what can you tell me I give them as much information as I possibly can to help them get started because it was just such a godsend for me. Like I I did a lot of research, a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of research when I first started trying to figure out exactly what I need, how to do it, what looks good, what doesn't look good, what rules should I have in my discord? What like, should I be making my stream making plus? Like there was just so many things that I had to look up. And I'm very, very thankful that I had someone to help me parse through that information. And now I just try to get as much information out as I can. So do you do you use OBS? So I started with Streamlabs. Was the okay. was what I was primarily um, what I was primarily streaming on when I first started. Once the information got out about them being like stealing content from other streaming services i i couldn't support it which i didn't know about that yeah back in november or december it came out that they had taken direct like copy paste from a different streaming platform the 
copy for their like new new streaming thing i can't quite remember what the content of it was but it was copy and pasted from a different streaming service and then oh. obs came in and was like yeah like they're they've been calling themselves streamlabs obs for so long that it's just kind of they're using our name to better everything it, it became a whole thing for about a week and i decided i was really confused when i f- first decided to crack open obs and then when i was looking for it it was like i i had to ask a couple people like uh am i supposed to be getting obs or Streamlabs obs like what's the difference here and yeah a lot of i didn't really realize why but a lot of people are like no no no, you don't want Streamlabs. go with obs <laughs> yeah i i liked Streamlabs because it was good and quick to like set up and because yeah. I, I felt so over my head with all of the technology stuff it was a good starting point for me and i ended up actually getting premium because i wanted access to their full menu of layouts so i could kind of play around and figure out what i wanted my vibe to be but like this december that whole thing came out so i ended up spending like six hours converting everything from my stream over to obs just because I, I couldn't support it. And that was such a huge learning curve over again. Because OBS, is, it's <laughs> well, intimidating when you first open it up. <laughs> so when I first started like picking at OBS, we were just doing like some kind of side, not even streaming. We were I was just like trying to record our gameplay of like Greg and I playing fighting games. And there was an evening where Greg was playing a Nuzlocke run of Pokemon. And I was trying to record that and like trying to figure out how to get like each of our inputs and stuff and like the metering. And I just kind of threw it down because I was like, this is too confusing. Like I, I, I feel like I really need to spend some time with this to learn it. And then when I finally kind of like sort of started picking at it again and wrapping my head around how it worked, that's when we decided, all right, fuck it. Let's do our first twitch stream let's start streaming code veronica and i was i i remember that that night about a half an hour before we went live i like basically texted beth and said hey uh jump on discord please <laughs> and she was like what's going on and i was like uh we need to figure out obs because we got a half an hour and she was like what do you mean and i was like just trust me i think we could do this I just need a couple of pointers. So I'm I'm going to screen share on Discord what I'm doing and how this is going to work. And God damn it, in 30 minutes, I figured out how to use OBS, how to stream through OBS to Twitch. And I also created our like, um, like the hang tight screen, like the waiting screen. I created that all within that window and was like, all right, flying by the seat of our pants, just like always. And we're go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It'd be vital um, insight to make sure that our audio was streaming out so that we could he could hear us talk. <laughs> we almost didn't have it because <laughs> when I, I think when I entered, I was like, "All right, and we're live." And then I was like, "No, wait, hang on, they can't hear you <laughs> or me." I don't think that's always but... my like biggest fear as a streamer is not turning on my mic, and it happens a lot. Because I don't have it automated. I need to figure out if I can automate can, where can like, you do on that? certain screens it's auto pause or auto muted. But if it's on a different screen, it's auto unmutes. I don't know if I can, but I need to figure out why. 
Because anytime I go well, on if you break, you figure and, it out. Tell me. Because <laughs> anytime I go on break and then come back, there is at least just like forty five percent chance I'm going to leave myself on mute. Yeah. Well, at least you know, chat would tell you, hey. Yeah, but we can't always, hear you. for some reason, it's always like an embarrassing, like embarrassingly long amount of time before I'm told. <laughs> Most of the time, well, it's like five, ten minutes later. Just get those messages like, "Hey, your mic isn't on." Okay, cool. I, I, I haven't had the misfortune of the anything really bad happening on stream. However, uh, there was one afternoon where Beth and I. Because we're recording Resident Evil Five, um, but we're not streaming it. We're like doing recordings of it, and then eventually we're gonna like do some YouTube uploads of that stuff. And we spent like, oh my god, how how long was that? Mm-hmm. Like a that was like a two and a half hour gameplay. Yeah, about. And it captured my fucking desktop. <gasps> oh no. You can hear us. You can hear us screaming <laughs> at each other, but it's just my desktop. So, yeah. Uh, as Greg would say, now you know that you're involved in this whole kind of subset of, of, of dealings with OBS when you've been fucked royally by OBS. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... It's, there's still so much I want to learn about OBS, but it's, it's a really Same. good streaming platform yeah no it's i mean it's a little daunting at first but i i feel like once it clicks you're like uh like it took a minute for it to click in my head that like the scenes are like literally that they're like you click between them and like that's how you like i don't know it it was weird but once it clicked it really it did click (laughs) and it's not something that you kind of forget like it was it was solidified in my brain but you're right. There's a lot to learn. There's still so much more to learn. I have to figure out how to get the chat to come up in our, uh, like, the actual stream window when we're doing, like, 4-3 games. Because the 4-3, like, there's just so much space above where my camera is. Like, right. I need to fill that with something. Well, if you, if I you think, like, uh, I can definitely help. I've played around Sweet. with a lot in terms of because uh, I've got two separate like specific scene groups. So I've got like my normal like gaming stream and then I do my productivity streams and what I needed for both were very, very different. And so I had to learn right. a lot of very random things about OBS in order to be able to do those. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all fun. I think it's all pretty, pretty fun to kind of pick at. <laughs> But um, but you know what? I don't uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time because I know that uh, well we've we've had a chance to talk about how goddamn busy you are all the time, and uh, I just want to thank you very very much for taking the time out of your schedule to come on and do this because I uh, Beth I'm gonna speak for you, but I'm I'm sure that <laughs> no no I'm just kidding. Beth hates it when I speak for her. I think I know I'm where sh- you're going with this one, and I think I agree. So you prove you. I approve. Just this one. So I'm really happy you came on, Beth. Not as much, but uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just never kidding. mind. Don't we- speak for me. Don't put words in my mouth. Uh no, we we're very very happy that you decided yes. to come on and do this today. Uh and yeah, I mean. If anybody's interested to check out Courtney on Twitch, it is Spaced Out Blonde. 
And uh, yeah, she's been doing some Valorant. I'd like to see some more of that Pokemon. We should stream some more of that Pokemon again. I, I've i been trying to be a good balance between Pokemon and Valorant primary as my gameplay, but there are a bunch of other games on my list of wanting to play as well. So Ooh. That's the curse. Nice. Always. <laughs> that is the, the wish to play always grows. Yes. Yup. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Courtney, if there's anything that you want to plug, go ahead, by all means. We're all about kind of supporting our fellow streamers and content creators and stuff so if there's anything at all that you want to plug go ahead uh yeah if you if you come on to my channel i i have my extra life on there uh so that is kind of the big thing that i like to plug uh you can donate to me super appreciated uh if not i just recommend getting involved in your local chapter if you are not from edmonton and not for the salary uh find your local chapter start raising money it's always for a great cause um so yeah, extra life, extra life, extra life, extra life. That is my promotion. <laughs> nice. And of course, uh, we are Super Ghost Radio. We're Super Ghost Live on Twitch and on Instagram and Twitter. We are Super Ghost Radio. Uh, Courtney, thank you so much for coming on. Beth, I'm sure we'll play some video games later. <laughs> Maybe now that I'm not going to Uncharted. Woo! Hell yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I don't mean to rub that in your face, but woo! <laughs> okay. We can do some... <laughs> Nine nine nine. Ooh, yeah. See, and I left it running all goddamn night. <laughs> or some Resi Five, if you want. Yeah, we can do some prefer. Resi Five. But yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, thanks, folks, for tuning in. Uh, Courtney, it's been a blast. Thanks so much. Go, go, Gadget. Whatever. What was... I don't even remember half of Inspector Gadget's, like, things. I don't know. I always want to say Go, go, Gadget arms. The hat? The hat? Yeah, that's what I remember. Go, go, Gadget hat. What? It had, like, a it propeller, a, right? It was, like, a... Yeah. <laughs> was I there, like, Go, go, Gadget... Okay, well, he, obviously, he has arms. Yeah. So, Go, go, Gadget arms. They used to, like, spring and shit. But, like... Am I crazy? Did he have, like, Go, go, Gadget ears? <laughs> Probably. I think every part of him had oh. some sort of gadget. <laughs> Sounds about oh right. Oh my. <laughs> they should make a new uh, Inspector Gadget for Adult Swim, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Sounds weird.